Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You are listening to Cracking the Rich Code with Miss Marilee. Your insider's club from authors and entrepreneurs across the country. Giving us their best to help us crack the rich code. And now, here is Miss Marilee. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cracking the Rich Code. I am Miss Marilee. Today, my topic is the self-made multi-millionaire entrepreneurial secret formula by Sonia Novick. Oh, my Sonia is a life coach, health coach, health supplement formulator, and the inventor of a whole superfood product that stimulates our immune system to help us fight against the aging effects of our compromised food, our water and um, the soil, their water sources, everything that, that is around us that we are comp- always trying to fight against as we absorb um, the elements around us. She is the creator of um, her immune activator kit that she shares with experts in the field of alternative healing. Her advice is highly sought after from the medical field, including alternative medicine, scientists, chiropractors, naturopaths, Um, and Chinese medicine doctors. Her inventions are helping thousands of people around the world with many serious illnesses to help find their way back to optimal health. Isn't that amazing? I'm I'm very excited to talk to her, and it's my absolute pleasure to welcome Sonia to the show. Sonia, are you there? I am. Hi, Marilee. Good morning. Hi, welcome. (laughs) Good morning. I'm excited. I am excited to talk to you about your chapter. I tell you, man, this chapter is jam-packed with information. And it was, oh, my goodness. You know, I was thinking to myself, how did she get all this in here? (laughs) Wow. Really amazing. So let's just just start from from the beginning because I know that you're talking about your dad. And how he was your inspiration. So I'm, I really want to know about that first. Let's start there. Absolutely. Well, he is my hero. <laughs> um, mm. My dad actually was, you know, the epiphany of an entrepreneur. I mean, if he, you could put him in the dictionary, you could put his picture there. He was it. He came mm. from Russia to the U.S. when he was 16, 17 years old, right before the Russian Revolution, by the way. Not a truck. And he was playing with, uh, like, shortwave radio devices when he got to New York and really got into it. And then he actually met uh, the gentleman that owned Lafayette Radio, which now is Radio Shack, but originally it was Lafayette, Uh and started working for him. And two to three years after going and working for him, he built this amazing catalog, like the Sears catalog, and it just exploded the company. And he actually got an offer for, from Sears, Roebuck, to become the CEO of Sears at a very young wow. age. And so he declined that because his partner, Mr. Levine, who is now the owner of um, that company, 
he basically offered my dad a partnership, 50% partnership. So he went into that and expanded the company from like New York. Lafayette Radio was only in New York all the way through to the Midwest. He was quickly moving to the to the East Coast. Um, but then the McCarthy period hit. <laughs> and my dad was somewhat of a anomaly because he definitely was into the money, right, and making lots of money and having really big businesses and innately knew how to do that. My dad only went to the sixth grade, okay? So he didn't have, like, what you would say an education like we have now. Um, and he just innately knew, yeah, he knew how to run businesses and knew how to make them huge businesses. <clears throat> and so he basically, at the same time of, you know, being an entrepreneur and making lots of money and being a millionaire, he wanted to support the people, and one of his ways to do that is he supported <clears throat> the socialist movement, and more like uh, it would be like uh, Sweden, you know, that kind of, of political kind of beliefs is what my had my dad held, and so he was funding a lot of these social groups, um, socialist groups, and so they persecuted him, <laughs> and mm. so he <clears throat> at that point realized, well, <clears throat> the U.S. is really not a free country. And so a friend of his told him about Mexico. And so he went down to Mexico City, and it was an underdeveloped country. But, you know, he saw a lot of potential, and he went there, visited, loved it, fell in love with it, felt like the people in Mexico were very much like the people in Russia, and came back to the U.S., sold all his holdings, uh, sold his partnership back to Mr. Levine, um, Soon after that, like Lafayette kind of started falling apart. But long story short, he took all his money and moved to Mexico and started other businesses there and just was successful. I wouldn't say with every business, but, you know, mm -hmm. he had a couple of failings learning because it's a mm -hmm. different society, right? <clears throat> and a different way of doing business that he basically learned the ropes a couple of years, lost a little bit of money, and then he built this other company that was called Black uh, Eagle Batteries, which was like Rayovac, okay? Like, and yeah. it was like the best battery in, <clears throat> not only in Mexico, but in Germany, and um, they didn't get imported here to the States, and about had that business for about six, seven years and sold it for millions back to the German company who he got the technology from. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and then went on to have a, a steel manufacturing company that was very successful as well. And uh, at one point before the Mexican devaluation, the Japanese offered him $20 million for the factory. And... Um, because his partner refused. My dad at that point was in his late 80s and didn't really want to <clears throat> start My over goodness. and have a different company. So, uh -huh. go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just blown away by the story. <laughs> he was yeah, in his I, 80s. My goodness. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, he it, had me, you know, actually he sired me when I was 65. When he was 65. I mean, he was 65 years old what? and my mom was 42. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So Amazing. I had grandparents as parents instead of parents, you know. Right. <laughs> okay, so, so then now I'm curious. Do you have siblings? Mm -hmm. I do. I have two half-brothers that are my father's children. 
And then I had um, half-sister and a half-brother that I never met that were my mother's children. And then there was my older sister and I that were blood from this family. So we were the second family for both of them. I gotcha. And is your sister the same as you? Was she inspired and motivated by your dad? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Actually, um, (laughs) that's a different story. My sister um, took a different, like, path altogether, and um, I think there was a lot of jealousy there, um, especially through the relationship that I had with my dad. And there was a lot of, like, resentment you know, of how my dad treated me as opposed to her. So I think that kind of played a role in her not looking up to my dad. Mm. But that's so, her choice, okay. right? It, it's so fascinating <clears throat> because, you know, our whole life really is is based on this childhood, you know, the the ups and downs, the trials, whatever. Absolutely. It is we're supposed to. Yeah, and so um, being a child of an older father, you know, that age gap, you would think – would be um, too much to bridge to really understand where your dad was coming from and all of his success. How how did yeah. you just like take back off of that? You know, I'm, I'm um, totally fascinated. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> you know how some children are born that are wise and old souls, and I was I am yeah. one of those very old souls. Um, I actually was so cognitive and so aware in my childhood. There was a couple of things that happened. Like one time my sister, I was five years old. Okay. We walked into my parents' room and they were making love. (laughs) So just put it that way. I knew exactly what they were doing. My sister totally Uh freaked out and goes, Oh my mom. Oh my God. My dad's killing my mom. No, 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 no. I was like, that's how they made us. And my mom uh-huh. didn't tell me that. My dad didn't tell me that. I just innately knew that. And I said, no, they're having fun. Just leave them alone. And we walked out of the room. Right. Well, how so, old were you? Five. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Five years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was basically super hyper aware. I uh, was born with amazing healing gifts, uh, amazing knowing, Um I, I was born as a remote viewer. I could see, I literally, when my dad bought us presents and would hide it in the closet, the doors were closed. They were locked, of course, so we couldn't get in before Christmas. And I would tell my sister exactly what was in each and every box. And when we opened the boxes, she was floored. She was like, how do you do that? So mm. I, I was an odd duck in a way. And it was very, it's mm-hmm. been very difficult being here, and what I tell people is I came here unveiled, which means that I don't have the the veils of forgetting um, who I am, previous lifetimes, mm-hmm. um, all those things, that, that I came here fully awake, fully aware. Like some people in, in this time frame go, oh, I, I just woke up. I'm like, I, I was born awake, and... Boy, was it painful, and it was very, very difficult because most people that I was interacting with and kids were not at this level at all, and it was very, sure. very challenging as a child to mm. have this level of awareness and intelligence and knowingness um, uh-huh. <clears throat> that it, it made it extremely challenging, extremely, extremely challenging. But, you know, as I matured and got <laughs> older, it, it uh-huh. got easier. Go ahead, Meryl. 
So was it your, who helped you through that? You know, the, those challenges as a child, was it your dad? Yeah, mostly my dad. My mom, she, she was very mentally ill, unfortunately. So I came mm. into uh, uh, parents, one that was very cognizant, very aware. <clears throat> I would have to say that my dad was definitely a uh, high initiate. Um, and in some spiritual circles, if you say a high-level initiate, they would understand what I'm talking about. And mm-hmm. my mom was uh, bipolar. She was schizophrenic, had schizophrenic bouts, had um, all kinds of issues, very, very mentally sick, uh, paranoid schizophrenic. Um, wow. She was self-medicating. Uh, she was in and out of institutions her whole life, um, especially when I was there and being raised. I was raised more by nannies. We lived in Mexico City. And my dad, of course, being quite wealthy, you know, we had nannies and we had lovely, lovely, um, I don't even want to call them maids, you know, because I felt like they were my family. And they're Mm -hmm. the people that raised me. And they're the people that helped me. Hugely. Mm -hmm. I mean, absolutely hugely. Um, So I had my dad. I had the people that worked for us at the house that I felt like they were my family. Um, Mm -hmm. And those are the people that had incredible wisdom and that just helped me through some really hard times. So I had both extremes. I had <clears throat> the extreme of having a mother that was totally off the reservation, crazy. Yeah. And a dad mm-hmm. that was solid, grounded, had his life together, you know, had like had all this amazing I mean I would always look up to him you know he'd go to work and come back and he'd come to lunch and in Mexico that's what they do you know that he'd come at three o'clock uh-huh. in the afternoon <clears throat> we'd have lunch he'd stay for two hours go back to work and come home at eight o'clock at night Monday through Friday and I watched him build the the not the battery factory because I that was I wasn't born yet and then about five years old he sold it when I was five I do remember parts of it but the factory <clears throat> where he had cold rolled steel, um, that factory he bought a 10-acre lot. And by the time he passed in 86, that lot was completely full with machinery. He had over 150 employees working for him. I mean, this man, I mean, I looked up. I wanted to work for him at the factory. And, of course, he was, you know, I was early late teens, you know, 20s, and he's like, you're going to be my secretary. I'm like, the hell I'm not. (laughs) And he said, and he goes, you want to work here? You're going to learn it from the ground up, Sonia. And I'm like, I don't have patience for that. And he said, then you're not going to work here. (laughs) Wow. So you did so. So you did not? You didn't work there? I didn't. I actually, I didn't come work for him I was really insulted because I thought hey I'm your daughter I should be put as the queen of the business you know what the hell do uh-huh. you mean you're gonna put me down as a secretary now I see the wisdom of it of course but back then mm-hmm. you know arrogant you know young yeah woman sure. in 20s we think we know everything mm-hmm. entitled, right? <laughs> entitled. Right. yep absolutely uh-huh. and uh, so no I didn't go work for him um, and that was okay. I mean, I had my own journey where because of watching him, right, I was raised basically and lived 
with an entrepreneur. So that was in my blood. And what's interesting is my other brothers and sisters are not like that. They're not entrepreneurial. They're uh, mm-hmm. one's a, a doctor, a researcher. Uh, my sister's a chiropractor um, who's now a teacher because she's not, you know, I guess she, she couldn't get her practice really going. And you do need that business skill to do that. Um, my my other brother, he was an anthropologist. Um, so, and the other thing, Meryl, that made it really challenging for me is I'm super dyslexic. I mean, severely hmm. dyslexic. So I was really kind of like my dad, not really able. I wanted to go to chiropractic school. I wanted to go into the science field. And my teachers, I remember when I was in Monterey at the junior college, begged me to please do not do this to yourself because I would spend hours and hours and hours trying to um, like memorize all these, memorize all these different things. And I just couldn't, I couldn't memorize any of it. And so it was very, very frustrating and very, very painful. So I, I've had that challenge my whole life. You know, I couldn't read mm-hmm. or write or do math till I was 14 years old. Oh, wow. And I, wow. And I had to go to a special ed, uh, yeah, a special ed person in L.A. and special ed schools. And um, so I had graduated with a B.A. in fine art because I just couldn't make it in academia. No. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. To add another like wow. little bit of a challenge to this life, mm-hmm. uh, but um, yeah, I tell people, like you know, your path was already made. It, it's, that's incredible. Oh yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, it's it's like yeah. through hardship, and that's the thing is that I tell people, you know, how a diamond is made. It's not mm-hmm. made. You know, by just sitting on the ground and shining, it it goes through tremendous pressure. (laughs) You know, it goes through all these cycles of heat and tremendous pressure and just a lot of intensity. And Mm -hmm. it becomes a diamond, right? And that's Mm -hmm. what we are in essence. So I see adversity that we have in life as opportunity. Most people don't. I really see that when we have adversarial situations, um, and I had that in my life growing up with my mom and my sisters, they were my adversaries, um, that I learned to deal with adversity really well and not to fear rejection, you know, not, Mm -hmm. I actually was in venture capital for about 10 years, um, very successful. I, at one month I made over 300 grand. One month, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And it's you know it's like I thrive. I guess part of me does thrive when there's adversity, in in basically transmuting it. I don't want to say overcoming it, but transmuting it, and learning that from our toughest lessons yield the biggest, most profound transformations and changes. So. All that led me to a place where I call myself, and truly I am an alchemist with 
substances, and I'm talking about herbal substances, um, different substances like probiotic substances, where innately I'm able to put and formulate things together that are just mind-blowing, that taste incredible, that people heal so fast. And so I mm-hmm. call myself a, an alchil- alchemical um, healer mm-hmm. because I do mm-hmm. use different, if you like, different herbs and mushrooms and medicinal mushrooms and different things that help heal the body and regenerate it tremendously fast. And just like I said, because of my intuitive abilities, um, this is going to sound crazy, but if you listen to Paul Stamets, and he is the number one mycologist on the planet, super intelligent guy, has tons of patents, and very innate in his intelligence and connection with nature. And I'm like him, but I can actually communicate to plants. They communicate to me. Um, I can communicate with substances, healing substances that tell me what and how they benefit people's bodies. Uh, And so from there is where I kind of forged myself into this place of having this innate wisdom and innate knowledge that comes from the actual plants themselves and the earth. Mm -hmm. And that's one other thing that Paul Stamos was talking about in his last talk. He said, if we would have somebody here on the planet that can communicate with the plants and with nature and could understand their intelligence, man, we would have it made because we don't understand it at all. And we don't know how to communicate. And when I'm one of those rare individuals that was born with this gift, you know, so it's just, Mm. it's a privilege. It really is a it privilege, and I feel really so honored. Yeah, mm. yeah. So. No, I I love that. I totally resonate with what you're saying. Um, yeah, I mean, in some very all... small way, I feel the same. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I we really like... are. We are all one. We truly are coming into yes. this time frame where you know unity unity consciousness okay where we are becoming unified with everything around us our environment everything mm-hmm. and um and it's just really amazing and i'm grateful that i'm so telepathic that i have all these the right brain got super developed <laughs> mm-hmm. the left brain kind of got atrophied because of my dyslexia yeah. but you know uh-huh. the gift in it is that I am I'm able to compensate with my right brain and my uh, intuitive and inner abilities to, you know, communicate with, with animals, communicate with plants, you know, communicate with people, even communicate with inanimate objects that we think, oh, it's just a piece of wood, you know, or it's a right. car. I mean, I've had mm-hmm. miraculous experiences with machines where, you know, my car that I had, not now, but I had a car where I was going from Vegas because I'd lived there to the Bay Area to teach, teach spiritual, uh, teach classes and how to, you know, enhance your, your inner abilities. Um, and mm-hmm. my car was communicating to me, you need to put coolant in me or, you know, we're going to fry ourselves in the desert. And I stopped at the gas station and that's exactly what it needed. So wow. how do you explain that? Mm-hmm. You know, how do you explain all this? I don't so, know. There's no explanation. You know, I, <laughs> there really isn't. And, you know, I kind of have a story like that, too, where I can totally relate. And I don't know. I think it's intuition. I don't – I can't really tell you exactly what it is. But I just know. It is. And then when the – when like, yeah, and then when my car starts, you know, the lights start flashing and I know I have to pull over, I'm like, okay, did I just manifest that or was I warned? No, you, you know were warned. I mean? it, you were warned, warned actually. Yeah. 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 You know. Wow. 
It's mm-hmm. it's just I, like I I tell people we have the same amount of in extra uh, extra senses outside of ourselves: the sense of taste and smell, the sense of feel, the sense of hearing, the sense of seeing the sense of touch, all of them are on the inside too. And I just have them all super developed on the inside. And that's what you have. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you have an intuition, do you get it in your head or do you get it in your gut? Oh yeah. It's your gut for sure. Gut. Yeah. yeah. The head always, yeah, you can't like, no, the, the, the brain always is yeah. moving us in the wrong direction. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I agree to, completely. <laughs> Right. That's why we have to align what we think with our heart and our gut, our intuition. You got it. Just not even, yeah, not question it and just keep moving forward with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Absolutely. It's, you know, the devil lives in my head. I can't trust that. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and when I tell people, you know, when I teach people how to become intuitive, because you already are, but how to enhance that, I tell them never second guess yourself. The moment you second guess yourself is the moment where you are going to trip yourself. Your first yeah. inner sense is the, it's that's what you have to go with. It's your second guessing that gets you in trouble. And most people look at me and go, "Yep, you're right." <laughs> mm-hmm. You know the time so. frame between between that gut feeling and then your head stepping in could be so short, though. Oh yeah. Oh, it's, it's for some people it's like instant, you know. It, it's yeah. a millisecond. You know, it's just yeah. a millisecond that you could get very confused with that. Like you said, you know, when your lights were blinking, you didn't know if your, mm-hmm. you know, something was telling you there's something wrong with the car or if you actually right. manifested it. You know, and, <laughs> right. and my immediate sense yep. was because I do this for a living. I mean, I I'm an intuitive for a living and do many different uh-huh. things besides. You know, the supplements and all that, and that's part of my practice uh-huh. when I heal people and help people heal, is I immediately got that your car was communicating with you and letting you know, hey, you know, there's something wrong with mm-hmm. me and you need to stop. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the other right. way around. It wasn't you manifested it and now you're in this situation. Right. Right. That's exactly so. how I felt, too. I really felt that she was communicating. And it's a she to me, and I love my car. Yep. And mm-hmm. I just, I just feel like I have this, you know, relationship with my car. You do. And you do. Yeah. <laughs> do. You absolutely I do. do. I'm confirming know. it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So this, this is so fascinating to me. Like, you know, I mean, and we still haven't even touched on your chapter. All of the I know. information. The view- yeah. Oh my gosh. And just your story already. To me, because I've already read your chapter and hearing you talk sure. about this with your dad and you, it's just um, mind-boggling. And I really feel like the listeners, they really have to get the book and read your chapter Thank to you. understand the beauty of what's going on. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So let me, yeah. let me scroll down here just a little bit because we, we know about your dad and, sure. and a little bit about you, which is just amazing to me. Um, and then we touched on your, your intuitive abilities. But when we get back to the chapter, this is just concrete stuff. This is just like, okay, look, let's get real. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you give some t- – yeah. You know, let, me, let me get to these tips because, you know, this hour is going to go by super fast. And um, Sure. You say, okay, so we're, we're talking about the formula, right? This is the mm-hmm. multimillionaire entrepreneur formula. So you're saying yep. um, 
get into a business that you have great knowledge in and experience doing. Mm-hmm. A lot of us don't have that at all. You have a little bit of this is your jack of all trades. Right. What's your passion? What's right. your passion? You're doing it right exactly. now. Exactly. I can mm-hmm. tell. Mm-hmm. You love interviewing yeah. people. You love doing this. I mean, this is like mm-hmm. you were you every and this is what I was going to touch on and I'm so glad you brought this up. Every okay. single being on the planet is born with a gift. You are born mm-hmm. with a gift, okay? And unfortunately because of the way this society is set up, You're born to forget that gift by going to a school and making you fit. If you're a square, they want to make you fit in a round peg, okay? Mm -hmm. And they indoctrinate Mm -hmm. you. And you forget why you came to the planet with what gifts. So I like to take, when I do my coaching with people, I like to to take you to the point where you can remember what your gift is, and that's where your passion lies is because it's innate to you. You, you mm-hmm. have spent lifetimes developing this gift and have come here, if you like, and that's part of what I put in my chapter, right, that I said we're, we're in the process of being ascending masters. So we're not masters yet, mm-hmm. but we're ascending mm-hmm. to that place of being masters. And I'm telling mm-hmm. you that I see every single human being on the planet as having this incredible gift inside of them. And it's just a matter of uncovering it. And the way to uncover it is what's your passion? What, what makes you get up in the morning and go, yay, another day? For me, it's healing people, it's doing intuitive work, it's coaching with intuitive skills as well as my other skills, NLP skills, and all the different things that I have in my my little box, you know, of tools Mm -hmm. to help you. That's what makes me get up in the morning, and that is what makes me want to live another day, no matter how challenging it may be. So for you, I get that this is your passion. This is what you love to do. And what a great opportunity to be in this time frame where the Internet has taken off, and you can actually do this here, and you can do it on Facebook, and you can do it mm-hmm. live cast. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the world's your oyster, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I do. I'm You're so welcome. fascinated. You know, <laughs> I I I literally am fascinated. I love to hear what people have to share from from their. I like to call it their bubble because everybody has their own universe. You know, sure. and when we're lost, I think it's because we're trying to fit into somebody else's universe. It's like, no, you have your you own. Got it. Fill it. Yeah. You got right. It. Okay. Good. <laughs> you got it. absolutely. You're you're right on the right track. You know, is is that we're trying, and that's that whole thing that we come here to this planet, and they have all these movie stars, right? And then they have the president, mm-hmm. and they have all these people that are, you know, and all these billionaires that you feel are unreachable, and you want to mm-hmm. be just like them. Well, you mm-hmm. didn't come mm-hmm. to be just like them. You didn't. Maybe you didn't come to be a multi-billionaire. Maybe you didn't come to be the president of a country. Maybe you didn't come to do all these things. But because of the programming that we get, and God, God yes. is it like pushed into us so heavily, you know, TV, yes. radio, you know, smartphones, you know, it's like distraction, oh, distraction, distraction. And so if you can do like uh, a meditation or some people would call it prayer, you know, um, Mm -hmm. so that I could speak in your language too, 
to come to mm-hmm. center with yourself, you will discover what your gift is. And it's been hiding there all this time. And you don't, the whole key is, you know, they came, we, they want us to come here and be, you know, like little slaves and fit into that round peg, right. And do their bidding instead of doing what you came here to do, which is very unique. That's true. It's very mm. specialized <clears throat> and it's something that you're gifted with. So to get back to your gift, you know, and obviously the present mm-hmm. is a gift, right? The moment, yeah. mm-hmm. this moment now is a gift. That's the same thing. To to come into your center of your being, and that's how I do my coaching with people, and start to unravel and get rid of what the should have, could have, would have that you thought you came here to be, to truly be your authentic self, and to truly be your gift that you came to the world with. <clears throat> and everybody mm-hmm. comes with a gift. Nobody is like... There's not a single person on the planet that comes here and doesn't have a gift. It's just it's been so, like, stomped over that you've forgotten. And you've become now part of the machine. And you're either an employee in a very large company, you know, or you're, mm. you know, doing something else. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, there's there's people that are <clears throat> incredible carpenters and incredibly gifted. You know, mm-hmm. and we look down at them because they're laborers. But, you know, they produce these amazing, like amazing carpentry pieces of art, you know, that we put in our in our kitchen that and and we don't honor that, you know, Mm -hmm. and I really honor all walks of life. I don't care if it's a gardener, you know, and, and a guy that's doing somebody's yard and they and they love being in nature and they can't imagine themselves being in an office. You know, why mm-hmm. should we put that down if they're only making twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars a year when you but know another person is making billions of dollars, you know, with technology and probably screwing a bunch of people? What right. why exactly. do we do that? Because everything <laughs> our value is based on a dollar. If we're not producing a lot of dollars, we haven't done anything. We're not we have no value. According and to who? Such According, According to, to each who? other, the programming, you know. The programming, the programming, you got it. Yep. You got it. You got it. And, and that yep. programming, I'll tell you, and this is where I came unveiled and I saw the whole thing and went, oh, God, this is so, is to create a slave-labored yeah. world that benefits yeah. those few that know how to control the masses that can mm-hmm. program them with the carrot going Hey, here's your carrot. Yep. You can be like me. <laughs> right. That's and right. at that point, you blew it, you know, because, you know, it's like I talk to some people and they go, I have no desire to be a billionaire. I've, you know, I've met these billionaires. We hung out with the Gettys, for God's sakes. You know, mm-hmm. J. Paul Getty. We hung out mm-hmm. with them in Acapulco. I mean, my dad was connected to these people. Were they any mm-hmm. happier? Than my right. family or any other family? No. Exactly. The answer is exactly. unequivocally no. no. They were unhappy right. and they were trying to fill their god hole with all this money. Yep. Amen. And they exactly still have right. the god hole. <laughs> that's right. So you know what? Because that's the it answer. comes back down to we can't serve two masters. And the world we can't. is serving money. That's right. That's right. 
and mm-hmm. the world that that and see there's and I want to make this vast like difference between the world that has been mm-hmm. created by what I call the controllers, okay, these yeah. the Illuminati mm-hmm. or the people that I have all it. the money and that are doing all that, and and the actual planet. There's a vast difference. Does yeah. the sun ask you for a dollar to shine? Does the right, wind exactly. ask you for a dollar to shine? Does the water ask you to pay for it? No. Does the earth ask you to pay for it? No. That is a false construct that has been overlaid over the planet because the few that wanted to control everybody else created this false construct. And when we stop buying into it, that's when we will liberate the planet. Till then, if we're still on that turning wheel, like a hamster on a wheel, trying to get the the cheese, right? <laughs> the piece mm-hmm. of cheese, as some people yeah. put it, we are we are going to continue this madness. And the truth is that money is a false construct. Money was invented yeah. by a Sumerian queen. Seven to eight thousand years ago, when he had, saw two people trading, a person was trading wheat for gold. But I'll tell you this: mm. okay, mm. what happens when money cannot buy you food because there's not enough food to feed the people on the planet, and mm-hmm. your money now to buy a loaf of bread instead of paying four bucks, you have to pay four hundred dollars. What do you think about money? Mm -hmm. Can you eat it? Can you eat gold? Right. Can you eat diamonds? No, you can't. So food and and Mm -hmm. food that is generated on the planet. Now, when we didn't have this false construct and we didn't have money and we didn't have this this machine that controls everything, right, that is so out of control, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's why he wants to control everything, what did we have? We had nature producing. I I have trees where I live that I could go pick apples, pears, cherries. They're all over the place. Mm. Does the tree mm-hmm. ask me to deposit $10 so I can pick up right. a pound of cherries? No. Exactly. That's nature. No. Nature That's Nature's right. like us. It gives and gives forever and ever. And there right. is a give and there's definitely a, a receiving you know, it takes mm-hmm. in and, and it breathes, mm-hmm. um, and and there's a balance there. And we have become so out of balance in this false world that's been created around us that is, you know, it will fall apart. It will, like every, will. you know, civilization, it will definitely have, you know, the Rome fell, the Chinese dynasties mm-hmm. have fallen, and the thing that's made them fall is that they can't feed their people. So the money that they, mm. you know, manufacture, whether it's gold or silver mm-hmm. or paper, has no value because you can't eat it and feed yourself. <laughs> you know? And mm-hmm. that's an essential thing for, for any mammal, you know, is to be able that's to right. nurture, nurture ourselves, feed ourselves. And so, you know, you people... Know, I, I don't want to cut you off, but I, I'm so with no, you please. 110% on every word that you're saying. But... I'm thinking to myself, for a listener who, you know, an entrepreneur who's trying to come up the ladder or whatever, and they're listening to this and thinking, well, easy for you to say, you have all this success, look at, you know, what you've done and and how you contribute and everything the world is going to give back to you. And it's like, how do we maintain this absolute knowledge of all that is contribute just like the cherry trees? I just need to shine like the sun. 
But you got how it. am I going to get it. my food if I don't earn the money? How do I bridge that gap? My mentality, you know, to package mm-hmm. my cherries and or my sunshine. <laughs> you got it. You got it. And that's the thing is that when I coach people, when they have a regular job that are working for a corporation, right? Because that's pretty much what's running the planet right now is the big corporations. Yeah. So mm-hmm. as you're working for the big corporations and you do have time off because they don't have you work seven days a week, 24-7, okay? Mm-hmm. But on your free time, what do you love to do? What is your passion? Okay. And mm-hmm. let's be, I'm very grounded. I'm not, you know, like some airy fairy you know, intuitive that just goes, oh, just leave your job and do what you love. No, 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 right. no, no, no. You know, right. I have common sense. And what I tell people is, what do you love to do? And some people go, I love making tables and I love, you know, carpenter. Yes. And, I, and yeah. I go, okay, well, do it on the weekend. This is the most incredible time to be on the planet because of the Internet. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. the inter- you can put your goods on the Internet on Etsy. There's all kinds of platforms where you could sell your beautiful things that you right. create that you love to do um, and actually put them out there. Have, your, have somebody build you not an expensive website, an inexpensive five-page website that you, you have your store, you can display it. I mean, we now have YouTube. <laughs> right. The power of YouTube. My God, you know, if you have a passion and you want to share it with others, start a YouTube channel and start live casting. You know, mm-hmm. and, and sharing what you do on the weekends or once a week, you know, and, and mm-hmm. start building that. And pretty soon you're going to have a ton of people supporting you. And when your income equals or surpasses the income that you're making at your company, leave. You're ready to get. Right. Now, you've, now you've got ground underneath you. Now you have money to pay the expenses that you've had. And now you can really start mm-hmm. looking up to mentors and people that could take you to the next level. Just be careful when you get involved with mentors that they're, you know, that they're aligned with you and for your highest and best good and not for their own. That's the one thing I want to say about mentors. That's critical. So that's where I would get somebody from point A to point B, you know, and get them. I always advise, you know, if you have a job and you hate it because most people do, and you're commuting and all that on the weekends, if you can just put a little bit of time into your own little business that you create yourself where you, the thing that you love to do, the thing, the gift that you came with and start sharing with with people authentically, people will support you. The universe will support you. The planet will support you. And pretty soon you'll be the entrepreneur that you've been dreaming of. Mm hmm Yes, I, I do like this. This advice is beautiful. Um, Thank what you. About, yeah, what about those who don't have that kind of a craft? You know, I don't know how to make a table, but there's so many people out there who are fighting for airspace, you know, especially on YouTube or, you know, so-called influencers, and you got to have so many right. followers. And honestly, they don't give any value, but somehow or another, they're able to manipulate the system to where they're getting followers following nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. And, yeah. And, well, we're we're also coming into a time, Meryl, where those people are going by the wayside pretty fast. Like mainstream media has gone by the wayside pretty fast. Mm-hmm. You know, at this mm-hmm. point, people are really attracted to authentic people, to people that have authenticity. Right. 
not mm-hmm. people that are just full of hot air and they're they're pimping their whatever on YouTube. Okay, so the mm-hmm. people that are really bringing us value and information and are authentic are the people that I watch. The people that are un- inauthentic and that are just you know, taking space, and I can see right. that wh- whomever is pumped them up, and they have a million subscribers, and they have this, and they have that, and they're manipulating all of that too. Um, I just basically don't support that, you know. But there right. are a lot of people out there that are very hungry for authenticity, and very yeah. hungry for somebody that's really authentic and real and that can really give them value and that can really feed them that very Mm -hmm. quickly those type of, and that's what I talk in my formula, right? I talk about that. When you get yourself into that place where you know what your gift is and you start putting it out there, the support will come if you have faith and trust in yourself and Mm -hmm. in the universe and you start, mm-hmm. you know, you don't even have to ask your friends. You know, I'm just about to launch a um, uh, live cast, which I launched a few years ago, and I stopped. And this is before uh-huh. YouTube got really big like it is now. That's called, um, um, it's actually a live cast that is uh, surfing the cosmic waves. And it's going to be about intuition and all these different subjects. Lovely. And Oh, yeah. And I'm telling you, I'm getting so supported by the universe. And I'm a part of this group that is all in, they're all intuitives and they're all going to come and I'm going to interview them, you know, to give them benefit. And that's, you know, when you provide benefit to others, you always get rewarded by the universe and the people and the planet. So if you're out there giving instead of looking to get, you that's are right. going to get rewarded and you're going to grow I mean, to be an influencer, you gotta, you gotta give. It's not about mm-hmm. taking; it's about giving, giving support, giving encouragement, giving all these things to others, and with that comes the support for you. It's really amazing right. how that works. But that is how the mm-hmm. universe works, truly. And you just have to have a little bit of faith in yourself and put yourself out there. And trust me, I w- I've been. <laughs> I've been kind of like not wanting to launch this for the last two or three years. Part of it is because I didn't have Mm -hmm. good internet, but that's a good excuse. But part of Mm -hmm. it was my resistance, you know, to get out there and do what I did in 2007, eight, I had a show um, that was a internet show like YouTube is, which was real coaching radio and super successful show, by the way. Um, And I just like basically thought, I'm not going to have to do that anymore. And now it's like, I'm, the mother of necessity is going, no, I'm going to push you out there because you have an incredible gift and you can bring incredible gifted people. And that's my goal is to bring coaches to people, incredibly gifted people that have a new way to deliver messages to you that you can finally hear and go, I get it. I'm inspired and I'm ready to take action and I'm ready to be the next entrepreneur that's going to invent this or do that. Um, that's what I want to bring to the planet is I want to bring inspiration to people that when we have, mm-hmm. I have different guests that come on my show that they can, we're going to have so many different people that can talk to people that can hear it. They can hear the message and go, I get it. This is You're exciting. Right. This is awesome. I can do mm-hmm. this and not kind of like you, Meryl, not just have me, you know, be the center and I could do this and I could do, no, 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 no. It's like, I'll, I'll just in, interview people like you do you know, and have them share their gifts with people. And 
I, mm-hmm. people are so hungry for that right now that it's mm-hmm. just going to, it's crazy. I mean, I just put it out with this small group and they're all bringing all their friends. They're all going to subscribe. And my, my channel is going to go from, I think I have 50 subscribers to probably a thousand subscribers mm-hmm. overnight. You know, yeah, and it's just because I'm offering them. I'm saying I'm going to interview you, so bring all your people. You know, invite all your people, and we if we all invite all our people to this, we can make this grow super fast. You know, so that you can get some success from it. It it is, Mm -hmm. you know. So the way I'm building it is for people to feel supported and get support, as opposed to I'm doing Mm -hmm. this all for me so I can grow my channel. It's not about that. It's so that everybody can benefit from it. And that's the place to come from, you know, is come from a place of service to all. And you will Mm -hmm. have, you will have what you need as well. Absolutely. That is, that is beautiful. That, I mean, I really hope people are taking this to heart when they hear this message and this show, because it gives so much clarity and not only clarity, but comfort, a comfort of knowing yeah. it's like, okay, I can breathe and relax and find out who the heck I am and what, you know, they always say, you know, find out what you love. Most people can't find what they love because they don't have the time to do that because they're right. indoctrinated into the system of money. That's right. right. And it's like, breathe right. for a moment, just breathe and see what is it. If you could just spend your time doing whatever, <laughs> People would say I'd be on a beach right. somewhere, you know, with a, an umbrella in my drink. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, and, and, that's, and I can totally understand that because what you're actually saying is you need a break from that rat race. You just wouldn't you do. be in the rat race. Right? You do. But once oh, that's why they call the it a rat race, umbrella, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> After you enjoy that umbrella drink for a while, you're going to be like, I got to do something. I'm tired of laying here. Right. Then, and, and, and right. Then, then the inspiration <laughs> comes, right? When you give yeah. yourself a break. And I, I do understand this, okay? I understand that some people on the planet are, are chasing their tail because they are in debt. They have all these credit cards. They have their, mm-hmm. you know, their mortgage. You know, the word mortgage means to die, literally, mortgage. So they're, yeah. they're going to yeah. mortgage you till you die. Okay, and all these financial responsibilities, I have them too, by the way, but I don't look at it that way. The way I look at it is, like I said, adversity. Oh, here's an opportunity. I can recreate Uh myself and bring something of great value to people that will benefit me and them financially where I can get out of the rat race. So if you start to shift your brain from thinking of, Oh, I have all this heaviness. I have 60 or most people have 50, 60, 70,000 dollars in debt, you know, plus their house is another mm-hmm. 170 or 200 or 300,000 and they're like, you know, oh, so heavy, you know, and and walking right. around going, "How am I going to pay this off?" Right. You're having mm-hmm. the wrong thinking when you think that way. You're actually becoming that hamster on a wheel that they want you to be in fear, yeah. right? Continuing the fear so that they can continue eating your adrenaline, you know, and and getting your money. (laughs) And what you need to do is Mm -hmm. back off and go, you know what? This is all illusional anyways. This is all like made up stuff. Why don't I just stop like for 24 hours or 
do what I did this past weekend. I spent seven hours meditating from seven in the morning yeah. to one thirty in the afternoon, silent meditation, and then from six in the afternoon I'm to jealous. ten o'clock at night. One oh. day, okay, I just I turned all the phones off. I just went into what I call samadhi mode and just breathe, be with myself, process my shadow stuff because I have it just mm-hmm. like everybody else and get mm-hmm. centered and get ready. And from that yielded so much, like from that came the idea of relaunching surfing the cosmic waves radio, uh, re- or now live cast, um, connecting with all, all my circle of influence that could help me help launch it. You know, from all that came all these things that are now propelled into I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm excited, you know. And that's the thing is like mm-hmm. most people right. like want to plan and they want to have well, what's going to happen? And they have to have step two and step three and step four. I'm very innate, yes. intuitive about how I do things. And when mm-hmm. you do the thing with the left brain, oh my God, you get the ego involved and you're knee deep For in, real. or actually chest deep in poop. <laughs> You know, yes. and, and you're not going to get out of your you're not going to get out of your hamster in the wheel. So mm-hmm. you have to think about instead of thinking of all this debt on my shoulders, why don't we think about it as an opportunity to create something innovative? And that's where my inventions come from. Right. And all these yeah. these supplements and all this creation of putting all these different websites together um, to create cancerfreecoaching.com where I can help people, you know, heal from their cancer, Mm -hmm. you know, and all these ideas that come that I just, you know, it's so easy to put it out there and to create a little online business doesn't take much of anything, not a big investment and just see if it works, you know, and like Jim says, you know, Jim Britt, he says, you know, some Mm -hmm. things are not going to work and if it doesn't, Mm -hmm. I'll dump it and do something else. Right. What's the big deal? You know, instead of being so attached to what you can't control. So the critical, Mm -hmm. most important thing is that obviously you can't control certain things in your life. And that's the things you have to walk away from. And the Mm -hmm. things that you can't control is you can control the way you perceive things. You can control the way that you can look at adversity. You You can control the way you look at your life. You know, your new perspective on life. And that's, of course, why we coaches are here is to give you that new perspective so you can go, oh. Mm-hmm. And then there lies an incredible opportunity that's been hiding from you in what I call the invisible world or what mm. the new scientists call the quantum field. Okay. That's right. And in the quantum mm-hmm. field, there is, no, there is no labels, there is no names, there is no you, there is no ego right. there. And from that right. comes all possibilities that become probabilities and then manifest in the physical world. Yeah. That's what I want to impart to people that that's where you can go. Great. That is just great. Yes, absolutely. That is so powerful. (laughs) Yes. I really hope that people like, you know, don't just, don't just hear it. And how's that, what you just said in their head, this is the problem. You have to swallow it up get it down into your heart and really absorb what you just said because that's where our freedom lies. That's really the the most beautiful part of this whole living experience is that right there. And that's how you break out of the matrix. You got it. You absolutely got (laughs) it. Is that, 
You know, if you if you digest this, really digest it and take it to heart. And I know there's yeah. quite a few of you that are going to listen to this and they're ready for this. And there's some mm-hmm. that are not. So what I share right. with people is people that come to me for healing, because I can do quantum healing with people where, you know, I've healed people from, you know, having a fatal heart attack in weeks. The doctor told them you're going to die in a week. And we completely mm. shifted it and they go to the doctor and the doctor goes, your heart is perfect. There's nothing wrong with you. What the hell did you mm-hmm. do? And they go, oh, nothing. I just, I've had those experiences. And then there's people that I've worked on that are so attached to their illness and so attached to their pain yes. and suffering. And they want the sympathy from others that they get more out of that than healing and, and clearing their bodies, which are the body's an amazing, amazing piece of mm-hmm. equipment. If you want to call it the biological piece of equipment that can self heal so quickly. If you have the right yes. uh, mindset, the right heart mindset. and you do the right yes. nutrition and you do the right mm-hmm. things and you really are desperate to get better and you don't want to be sick. Um, you can and shift it in, forget in a millisecond. A belief. Yep. Yes. And can, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> See, Those are critical. In the whole thing. Yes. <laughs> Those People are critical. People believe if, in their power. <laughs> right. That's right. You got it. Yeah. And that's, I mean, of course, yeah. right. Tony Robbins, you know, personal power. I yeah. did all his workshops. Right. You know, right. uh, so the truth is, is that we are powerful beyond our imagination. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to drop a little, a little like hint of how powerful we are and a really profound, like, like wisdom that got dropped into me by, if you like, the universal mother of this universe that basically mm-hmm. In the word soul is the word sun. And, you know, lately a lot of people are talking about being star seeds and that we're made out of stardust, mm-hmm. right? And the scientists are talking about this. I'm not just talking airy fairy, fairy, fairy stuff. So mm-hmm. what got downloaded to me is that we are on some part of this universe a star, a sun. And that's mm-hmm. where our soul emanates from. So your soul mm-hmm. emanates from that star, that sun, and comes down, if you like, in frequency or in dimensions. And now scientists are proving that there are dimensions, many dimensions, besides mm-hmm. th- th- third dimensional. And we come into the third dimensional reality to be in a physical form, okay? Mm-hmm. But if you, if you remember your origin, that you are a sun, a sun deity, I will say that, you know, that mm-hmm. you are a sun god or goddess because that is what, that's the energy that actually fills you electronically, physically, mm-hmm. and has you be a physical entity on this planet. If you are a star, truly, and you take that in and really absorb it in your heart and your, your whole being and you go, there's a lot of power in stars. I mean, look at our right. sun here and what it's doing with the planet. Can you imagine mm-hmm. what you can do when you connect to that energy and you start believing in uh, that energy and believing in yourself? Mm-hmm. You know, this mm-hmm. little human that's down here trying to make ends meet and, you know, being uh, absorbed all these belief systems, absorbed all the programming and believe that we are these mm-hmm. little teeny insignificant you know, humans down here, you are so far navigated off of 
the real reality of what you really truly are, of the radiance that you are. That if you can get in touch with an infinitesimal sense of that and come back to your origin, then, you know, the sky's the limit. You know, this world or this planet is more like it could be your oyster. You know, and then you can start bringing in your knowledge. I mean, this is how inventors bring in all their inventions and all their Mm -hmm. innovations. And what I tell people is some people are going to listen to me, Meryl, and they're going to go, God, this woman is so nuts. I can't understand her. And then some some people are going to hate me because I have that. And some people are going to love me and they're going to go, God, she's she's so wise. She's got all this information. It's incredible. And other people are just going to go, huh? <laughs> well, with that, what's she talking about? I don't want to cut you off. I don't want to cut you off. But just things that cut don't us worry. off. It, 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 no mercy. But Sonia, I have to tell you that I love you. I loved our Thank interview. You. This is fabulous. We didn't even touch on your, you know, your chapter, which is fabulous. Oh my gosh, I got nine seconds. Um, if you would like to get in, uh, in touch with Sonia, go to info at com, or you can reach me at merrily at com. And um, Sonia, thank you again. I love you. <laughs> thank you. All right, Merrily. Mm-hmm. Have a Bye-bye. great day. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.